yo and hello and welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. New episodes go for free feed subscribers every Wednesday in audio format on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as in video format on YouTube so you can see us in stunning HD, where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell. We are streaming live every Monday at 7.50 p.m. CST on twitch.tv slash Podcast, facebook.com slash group slash Podcast, and on YouTube if you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else. Be sure to go ahead and join our ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash Podcast. To hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is 3BFS, bringing you the hottest video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamel Aljafra, alongside Brent Burns. And Devin's not here today, but that's all right. Or Devin-less. Yeah. Devondra-less. The Devonity. The Devonity. Oh, the Dumanity. (laughs) The the Devon being of Devin is not. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this, but you know what they say: when Devin's away, Brandon Jamel will talk about the news and stuff. Yeah, they'll s- they'll stay. I don't I don't know what that uh, means. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. So one of these things will work. Well, uh, before the end of the show, we'll get one thing correct, and I don't know what it's going to be, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so Devin's, uh, you know, busy with work. Um, hopefully soon he, he's trying to get into a new position. And when that happens, he will be golden. You know, like we won't have all this uh, Devin disappearing, you know, and whatnot. Um, but I did want to uh, give a shout out real quick right off the bat to um, some uh, a new subscriber over on YouTube. Uh, Ruth Wick. Rayo, I guess is how you would pronounce that. Not really sure. But uh, yeah, told them that we would give them a shout out because they, they like live over, in, I'm pretty sure the UK. They're like another another British uh, homie. I love um, but yeah, so like they, you know, they said they'd basically be waking up at like 7 a.m. to catch the show. They were going to do it. And I was like, no, I was like, just just listen to the audio podcast. Like, we'll we'll give you a shout out too. so. Um, I mean, yeah. but if you got to be up early, yeah, know, then you know, you know you but, might as well. Yeah, they were like, "Well, I guess I need a reason to wake up early, anyways." I was like, "Damn, don't don't do that." Now I'm gonna feel guilty. Like if we don't put on like a perfect show, you know, you gotta catch the six a.m. train to Manchester from Gloucestershire. No, Watch kidding. him not even be from there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just making up British sounding towns. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, no, I yeah, it's just like. They could be from somewhere else. I just assume it's British because of the time that they said. Yeah, you know, speaking of British people, and I'm sure the British people listening can relate to this, you know, you know how in America, yeah, uh, Jersey Shore was like the big thing for a long time, you know? Unfortunately, yes. Well, in, in the UK, they have a show called Geordie Shore. Oh, God. And it's been me and my girlfriend's most recent obsession. We're on like the ninth season of Geordie Holy Shore shit. right now. Was yeah. it going at the same time as Jersey Shore? It's been going for a long... There's 21 seasons of it, and we're only on the ninth season right now. Who's Geordie? Apparently, it's like a, a slang term for like people from Newcastle who wear spray tan and have a walk and walk and ball to ball accents. So what the fuck kind of accent is that? They they say a lot of things like uh, 
Oh man, I can't think of any examples right now. Now that I'm like on the spot, but like, there's a whole bunch of crazy slang that they say that's like even deeper than just normal British slang. Oh, you know no. what I mean? Like they have their own like things they say. It's wild. I'm gonna have to check this out just because I want to know. This is like something I've never heard of. It's literally British Jersey Shore. It's excellent. Do they have Jim Tan laundry or like what's their thing? Uh, they do. They tash on. That's what it is. What's That's that? What, I, that means on? like to fucking make out with chicks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tashing on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or if you're a chick, I guess, and you're tashing on, it's making out with a bunch of dudes. You know, it's it goes both ways. Gotcha. There's no limits yeah. to tashing on. Just trying you know to get I mean? mono out there. I'm I'm explaining this really poorly. All our British people are gonna come. You know, they're like, no, that... they're gonna come tell you the real scoop about the Geordies. You know what I'm saying? But oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, it looks like um, young Donny boy. What's up, young Donny boy? Donny boy. Um, so what have you been doing this week, man? How's uh, life treating you? Uh, it's been it's been pretty good. We um, pretty rough, man. It's been <laughs> pretty bad, pretty bleak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can go another week. No, but uh, it's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Just don't say anything else. <laughs> yeah, like, so uh, yeah. Well, my week. Uh, what about you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I don't really know. This week, I. Didn't do too much, but um, we had like a birthday party for my nephew at the park, which is a horrible place to go in Texas right now. Is the park? Yeah, what were y'all thinking? It was not our plan, but we went. It wasn't too bad. We were under like a gazebo thing, and we were only there for a couple hours. But he couple loves. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> we were only in the oven for like a couple hours, <laughs> literally. Um, but and it was worse for AJ because so like my my nephew loves spider-man all right yeah. that's like his thing right now so aj dressed up, AJ like dressed up as spider-man and like came up out of the woods and shit he did it like you know it like came I bet out. aj was like the best fucking spider-man of all time dude. oh he was and like all, like the other families at the park were like all coming up because they wanted like to get him to be like, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> like get pictures that like they came up but aj could we was bought the suit movie quality it, it was it was decent quality. It wasn't like it wasn't just like a morph suit with no. like Spider Man well, logos on it. Kind of. It it was like it was like a morph suit, but it didn't have like all the fake muscles and shit like that. It was just like slim fitting, which is good because AJ yeah, is like AJ already ripped, muscles, so yeah. it works. Like it, it already looked like he was Spider Man. You know, even though it was like less quality, it wasn't bad quality. It was just lesser than movie quality. You know, it wasn't like we went and got like a two thousand dollars. AJ should just be a stunt double for fucking Spider Man for like he could easily do. That. he could definitely do that very there's easily. tons of fucking celebrities he could like look like and like if he was just exploding past the screen really fast <laughs> you know what i mean let's <laughs> <laughs> do the kung pao like <laughs> no they put the helmet on and drive yeah. off on the bike and it's like a dude like yeah it's all completely it's like instead of a woman it's just a guy <laughs> yeah but like um yeah i mean so he he did that that was pretty cool got to hang out with some fam and whatnot um that's really cool yeah i watched uh the prestige uh oh, that's a good movie you never seen it i had but i didn't really like enjoy it the first time i watched it i don't really know 
why I think it's because I didn't understand really what was going on and I wasn't like too I wasn't focused enough. Yeah. Um but I've always AJ, been really into like magic tricks and shit. So like the whole premise of the movie was always kind of like super interesting. Was neat. Yeah, yeah, see like I don't give a fuck about magic, but like it, something about like I, I love Christopher Nolan films. I love like the trying to break down a movie and you know figure it out. But like I haven't already seen it, so I already knew the twist at the end. I'm not gonna spoil it if you if, you know for people who want to watch it. But AJ like kind of broke it down to me like this is what was happening. Like get and then I was like oh okay makes more sense. And he had been trying to get me to watch it again because he like loves that movie. It's and a good so, movie. Yeah, so I, w- I watched it again. But this time, I like knew what was happening, so it was like earlier, or like I knew the ending or understood the ending. So watching it from the beginning, I was like noticing things. I'm like, oh, that's cool. All right, yeah, that's neat. I'm, I'm like, gonna force my girlfriend to go watch Oppenheimer with me. That movie. I literally have like a gun to her. I'm like, we're we're going. Like, not literally, but like, <laughs> we're we're seriously. <laughs> I'm committing a crime right now. <laughs> I'm we're going to IMAX. We're gonna go watch it in the fucking laser IMAX, like the dope one. And fucking Brian, like, I'm serious as fuck. I'm like, I can't wait to watch that movie. I'm I'm kind of worried because like I love Christopher Nolan. But I don't like his his uh, nonfiction stuff. Like, I what has he done that's non Dunkirk? Like, I didn't like. I didn't Dunkirk. see Dunkirk. Is like, I don't know. There's something about like. There's if, no way whoever Dunkirk is, they have as interesting of a story. Who what? Dun- Dunkirk is about like whenever the the British uh, soldiers got like, I think it was during World War Two. They got like got a bunch of their soldiers like trapped on this like one edge of like the the whole fucking island or whatever and like the germans were coming in so then like people oh, that so, sounds dope actually I it sounds dope that. but it's not that dope like or to watch like i don't know it just wasn't that cool like have you seen 1917 is that nolan also no it's actually made by the guy who did road to perdition oh i like road to perdition yeah it, but this movie is it, like it came out like two years ago and or it came out very recent and it's on Prime if you want to watch it. It's worth fucking watching. And the whole movie is shot it, like to make it seem like they did it all in one take. So like it's like this two hour long movie that has no cuts. Like that's cool. That's and, how they did the God of War game, the twenty eighteen yeah. God of War. Like the whole fucking like thirty hour game feels like that. It's crazy. It's like, weird. It, like it, at first it was a bit jarring, but yeah. then like as things started happening, and I I've noticed how they take things from one scene to the next, like it became like art like it was just beautiful but like it was also super dark and like uh interesting like the whole time you're on like the edge of your seat like ready to see what's gonna happen it's actually really cool because i'm sorry switching over to the god of war thing because now you got me thinking about that because like in fucking 2018 god of war it follows kratos the whole time so it's like that you don't really have very many breakaway scenes that are like super fucking you know but with the new god of war you alternate between playing as kratos and atreus so like sometimes like you'll be playing as kratos and atreus will be there with you and suddenly the camera will just like follow atreus as he like runs off and does his own thing and like and it'll just be like you know suddenly you're you're him and you're in his shoes but like the camera has never like it didn't like zoom out or anything yeah it just panned over and like started following him you know what i mean like that's exactly how it feels in the movie like there's like a part because it's all based on world war one and like this guy is like um these two kids like they're basically like you know the young soldiers and they're like in the trench warfare 
and a guy comes up like I guess like a um a captain comes up and is like yo you guys have to make it to uh this place over here by this time tomorrow because they're about to push in and it's going to be a trap and it's going to kill 1600 of our soldiers if you don't get there one of the kid like one of the kids his brother is there or whatever and so they're like all right, so the, the, like the the movie picks up right there, and just immediately they're just like off saving private and everyone. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but except for it's like just like these two, and then I'm not gonna spoil anything. But that like, sounds great. Yeah, I'll watch. It's just this. like so it. cinematic. I'll it, probably watch this tonight. Yeah, check it out. It's on Prime and um 1917. I accidentally paid for an extra month. Of Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting on this free month. Oh yeah, yeah. Not free, you should, but you, you know. should be glad you did. Um, <laughs> and then I think the next movie I'm gonna watch, like because I never saw it, was Pacific Rim. But like, That's I've heard, I've heard it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to catch up on all the films that like I've watched and didn't really pay attention to, or that like I have been meaning to watch. I'm really trying to get my girlfriend to watch Interstellar too. That's another one. I keep I, every time we're like gonna watch a movie, I'm like, hey, let's watch Interstellar, and she's like, I don't know. Does she not like Matthew McConaughey? Bro, there's nothing not to like about that movie. Like, I know, like, if you just explain it to somebody, like, oh, it's a space movie, you know, blah, blah, blah. No. People aren't going to be into it, but it's like, you just sit down and watch it, and it is instantly engaging. Like, I've been thinking about it, like, and I really think it's probably my favorite movie of all time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's definitely my, my top two is The Matrix and Interstellar. Like those two right there are like duking it out for like my top, but like I think Hereditary might be just over the Matrix for me. I really do like Hereditary is great too, but I don't put like because it's horror focused. It like kind of drops it a little bit for me. I watch a lot of horror movies, so I think you know, like it actually gains points gains. for being a horror See, movie. You know what I mean? I think I'm the, still managing to be like as good as other like what i would consider normal triple a movies you know yeah. what i mean like well it feels yeah it feels like a christopher no- it's like if christopher nolan made a horror movie like mm-hmm. you know yeah. so it's like okay but like i like movies like that i like movies that make you think or like where you have to like it's like a puzzle you're putting together as you're watching it and then at the end you feel smart for watching it you know like you you don't walk away being like well that was fun i guess or whatever you walk away and you're like oh shit that makes me think about this like you know you you start to think about it afterwards too you know and you can have discussions about it so i feel about hunter hunter yeah you you can't do that with with most media you know and like i I really enjoy that definitely i think that's the best you know movies the ones that keep you thinking about them for like days on end afterwards you know but then I've, i've also had movies that i just like genuinely didn't like very much that i thought about for days you thought for the wrong reasons you know what i mean like hostile no exactly (laughs) i mean for real like you know what i mean you know but that's that's a different kind of art that's shock you know like i'm i think i i like the things that are puzzling like is really what it comes down to i just like things that that make you try to you're the you're they put you in the seat of the investigator as you're watching it. You're like trying to figure it out. Like M. Night Shyamalan almost, you know, signs is another one of my favorite movies of all time. You know, like it's just like one of those things where it all fits together. So snug and like nothing feels out of place. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's one thing I like about Christopher Nolan more than like, uh, you know, 
Like let let's look at Inception versus like Shutter Island or something. You know what I mean? Like Shutter Island like gives you a definitive like okay this is what's going on holy shit big revelation you know whereas like inception leaves you with the top still spinning and it's like okay what's is he still in a dream yeah, you know? it's up to you christopher nolan leaves you to draw your own conclusions you know what i mean and i fucking love that and memento you know I mean? yeah, yeah memento was that's great another great one so good dude it's I, like that I one's know. a lot like seven or something I, that's another i don't know oh, yeah, i love seven a lot of good movies man i anyways we're getting off on a tangent here only thing i was gonna say about oppenheimer like i'm excited for it but i watched like the long trailer the five minute one i haven't watched it because i've seen too many trailers i'm like i already want to watch it so you know it's like the only thing that i'm hyped about is that like it has all these great actors like and then josh peck is in it you know josh hartnett's in it it's got uh, Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr., Jr. The fucking the dude playing Oppenheimer. He's in fucking uh, K- everything. Killian the, Murphy, the Peaky Blinder guy, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm I'm excited for all that. There's gonna be great acting, but I feel like how can you make this story interesting? You know, like it's even- incredibly interesting, dude. He made a nuclear bomb. Dude. Yeah, I know. Think about but- the fucking like the person there. You know, think about the the mind you know think about i mean i'm sure he's a the implications you know think about like not knowing what like okay i don't know i I, I guess it's not necessarily about like the bomb it's about the people who are fucking making mad enough to fucking create it you know what i mean like because it's like it's you gotta understand like they thought they were gonna just hit a button and the whole world was just gonna just get fucking exploded by fucking like you know like why would you even go through with that but they did it you know what i mean it's like it's some crazy shit i don't know i guess that's true it was a it was a you know matt damon says it in the trailer though like you know or like matt damon doesn't say it but the oppenheimer is like there's like a 0.1 percent chance or something that the earth may you know die from this and then that, so it's like yeah it's very small but yeah at the same time it's like a big deal but also you know they didn't know that it was going to get dropped on hiroshima and nagasaki they thought it was going to be like just a like we have these it will fuck you up so don't do anything and everybody's going to end the war i mean you know like or at like, least that, that's what they say let's be real you know what i yeah. mean like you're the creating- government knew but it, apparently oppenheimer and like you know i'm sure there's he- no way he didn't like realize that what they were gonna do with these bombs you know what i mean like you know, no matter how many warnings yeah. you give to people once you do a fucking test of it like you, you have to understand like that shit is gonna get used in a practical way you know what i mean like oh for sure what what is, what is what is his like famous quote the like i am i am become death yeah. destroyer of worlds. it's like at the same time you're like damn only like someone like kanye would say that, that shit. that is a kanye ass yeah, statement, yeah like, dog. R- like, like right when you make something like you know you're about to like off like two hundred thousand people in like a, a split second or whatever and you're just like <laughs> that's what you say instead that's of being some like shit you say when you think we're about to hit the fucking just straight up nuclear holocaust and you want it to be like the last thing broadcast on television <laughs> so it's super epic you know because yeah. I mean? like... <laughs> everyone's dying <laughs> I, am, I am become death destroyer of worlds it's like bro that sentence is like you sat down and wrote that out and like thought you plotted that bar. That wasn't like that was definitely bar. That was sure. not off the top of the dome. Like you don't. No one talks like that. No one says I am become death. Like, no, it, it, like if it was off the top of his head, he'd be like, oh my gosh, I've become death. Like I'm destroying the world. You know. But he was like, I am become death. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Bro thought he was like the fucking shit, dude. What if he just talks like that the whole movie? I'm gonna hate it, dude. <laughs> that's just like that's just like how he talked. Like I don't Oppenheimer, I am. <laughs> He's just like Yoda. <laughs> Split the atom, you must. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I do want to see that, and I want to see the Barbie movie too. That shit looks great. Man, that's those are two dramatically different movies right there. They come out the same day. I still got to see Spider Man into the Spider or uh, across the Spider Verse, bro. Yeah, I need to see that. I haven't too. even seen. I haven't even been across the Spider Verse yet. <laughs> but the Barbie movie um, is uh, like they're doing double feature tickets for Oppenheimer and Barbie. What? Like, apparently, it's sold like insanely well. Like the, I'd go. Yeah. Like, Why not? Fuck it. Dude, Michael Sarah is that's in a the, lot of movie to sit through. Yeah, I don't think I could sit through that long. Of like two, especially with Oppenheimer being like two and a half hours or whatever. It's really. It's supposed to be really long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'll go see Barbie. Like. Uh, I, I, I'll probably see Barbie first, honestly, because I know Brittany's going to want to see it when it comes out. But then I'm going to go watch Oppenheimer and, and just like... The double features to take all the depression out of you after you watch uh, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, you yeah. know? I just want to, like, honestly, let's make it an hour and a half. Tell us about Oppenheimer, you know, and then just show us the fucking bomb. I want to see the bomb explode. That's all. I just want to see his practical effects bomb. You know, I actually, yeah, that's my biggest thing. I'm real hyped to see like how they do the effects for that. You know what I mean? They're like they dropped another bomb on Nagasaki for Christopher Nolan. Like <laughs> he just bought a nuke and blew. Yeah, it. like um, the the government was like, all right, for you. All right, I guess you know that shit's gonna be crazy, bro. Because like I'm sure he did his research, and there's a lot of like wild things that happen when you're like close proximity to a nuke. Like apparently you're able to like see through each other's skin and shit, and like the fuck? all kinds of crazy shit. Like there's all kinds of like firsthand accounts of like British soldiers who were like station, like they they'd set them up like a mile from like the nuke they were blown up in the water, right? And yeah. they'd like explode a nuke underwater, and then like the people like you know on the boats and shit that were like a mile away from the nuke would say like the the flash from the nuke would be so bright you would like they'd say close your eyes everybody was supposed to close their eyes and cover their like eyes with their hands but they said like the when the flash went off you could see through your hands and see like the skeleton of the person like standing next to you through their skin and shit oh, like, yeah like Damn, you know, crazy. Dog. Yeah, I, like, I feel like covering your eyes with your hands didn't do shit. The, those guys saying, were just bro, fucking like, blasted with radiation. <laughs> those poor people, dude. Like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but like they had to have like had some. Like they were getting tested on. Like yeah, specifically. definitely. Like it's fucking terrible. You know what I mean? It's the worst way to go too. Like um, you know, like from radiation. But like uh. Did you did you know like the reason why like Hiroshima and Nagasaki don't have like fallout is because the bombs went off in the air like apparently like or it's either they went off in the air or they the, the, or they went I can't remember if they I mean they, they had fallout for like 80 years or no. some shit like there there was like people These are like f these no these cities have been like functioning since right after the war. What? Yeah, the there's a there's a certain because the fallout comes from like the rate the what is it? The uh the like actual physical material that's in the, like isotopes. No, the yeah. Well, I guess uh, I, I'm not smart about this stuff, but like, uh, what is it called? The shit that the plutonium. It yeah. comes from like the the plutonium and all that shit, 
and whenever it blew up in the air, it was like the stuff was like not. I don't really remember how this worked, but I watched like a whole video on it. I need to go fucking watch it again. But man, that's crazy. It's like I know like Chernobyl had fallout for like ever. You know what I mean? Like that's because the stuff was there. It was like in like the actual. So what? It just went in the air and fucking like radiated, dissipated or something. Like it, it just like it's because in Chernobyl the the radiation was coming from the like actual physical blobs of like you know radiated plutonium just sitting there that they couldn't get to or like you can't do anything about it it's just sitting there until it finishes you know doing whatever it's gonna do or something man that's crazy yeah like that's so interesting yeah so we've never actually seen like you know fallout like on on like you know like from the games where a bomb drops and then like a whole city is just fucked like like it was like that in Chernobyl, but people left. It wasn't like an immediate like explosion that like took out the whole city. And, you know, it was like it killed some the people that were there, but like everybody in the city was able to get out. Like and you know because it was a, a big you know they made a big deal about it. But like, um, you know, we've never actually had a bomb drop and create fallout like in an area for like a hundred years or whatever. You know, like it's supposed to. Not yeah. like, yeah. We also haven't like launched the New- big boy bomb. You know what I mean? Like mm. fucking the ones we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki are like nothing compared to oh, yeah. today's nuclear warheads. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Apparently, the ones we have now are like a thousand times stronger. It's terrifying. Like, yeah. Like just two of them. Like there, there's actually like if you ever get bored, I, I know this is a gaming podcast. We'll get to that in just a moment. But like, there's a website you can go on. And it shows you like a map, like you know, you can pick anywhere on in the world on the map, and like they have all the different like nuclear bombs that we have, and like you can choose each one, and it'll show you like you drop it somewhere, it'll show you the radiation, like you know, rain. So you know which ones to buy if you're. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> basically, no. It's saying it's like, like that, uh... if it dropped in Houston. Everybody in Conroe would basically die. It's like that app where you like chest the furniture out on your camera <laughs> in your house. You know? That's the government. Except for just terrorists, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, oh, yeah. This <laughs> oh, this is the one. We yeah. need like 33 of these bombs. Yeah. No, like <laughs> the, the, SAR, the Russian SAR bomb, which is like the big one over right, there. Like right. apparently. They've only detonated one of those and the video is like fucking nuts so yeah like it's crazy it's it, like they had to like sign some sort of agreement where they're not gonna blow those up anymore or yeah. something after they detonate it and i'm sure we have some just as strong if not stronger but you know like that we don't talk about yeah. government wise but probably the, just irresponsible to just be like blowing those up like you could oh yeah destroy the fucking environment you yeah know? imagine like, the the like from here li- literally from here to you know houston like that's like a forty-five minute drive, you know. Like right. even if you like flew it out into space and blew it up, like that still just seems like it could be bad for the fucking environment. You know what I mean? Like the space birds, dude. Yeah. No, but like you know, like imagine all the fish like in Bikini Atoll that just like you know were just fucked. Like where they, uh, you know, where they just drop all the bombs and test them in the ocean out there. That like there's just craters and like. Oh, dude, yeah, they gave no fucks about all the fish there. <laughs> like those fish are just like probably got like five fucking. Probably fins. some hills have eye fish out there. Oh yeah, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> some Loch Ness monsters, you know? Mm. That would be badass. I mean, it'd suck for the whatever it used to be, but right. it'd be interesting. Um, <laughs> I used to be a normal fish, <laughs> but then radioactive isotopes turned me into 
The Loch Ness Monster. He's just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, let's get into the gaming world. Uh, or did you do anything? I didn't mean to cut. Nah, I kind of had just a boring week. Just I played some week. video games and stuff, but we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. So let's uh, get into currently playing. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that right now. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Take us on a journey. Well, I'm still playing Final Fantasy 16. Uh, you know, I'm working my way through. Fine, it's a it's a weird game, man. It's like it, it alternates between being like really epic and really boring, like, and that's just how it is. You know what I, I mean? I feel like that's most Final Fantasy games. I guess so, yeah. It's like the older I get, the more I realize like Final Fantasy it to me is more exciting and just the aesthetics than like what it looks like than I actually then I get more enjoyment out of the aesthetic and like the way it looks than I do from the actual gameplay. gameplay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like and storytelling the storytelling is kind of whack too it's always like over the top anime like stuff like except for seven seven had a decent story i was gonna say i think the story is the big saving grace on this one actually like the story is is the best part of the whole game in 16 really yeah the the actual like God, the side quests are terrible, dude. They're all just like, go here, do this, this boring thing. Oh, thank you. Here's a bunch of pointless bullshit you didn't need. But if you want to progress the fucking thing, you have to do the side quest. It's just bullshit. How is it a side quest if you have to do Well, you don't do have it. to do it to progress, but like, I'm trying to like get all these little points. You need oh, like okay. risk like uh prestige points or some shit if you want to like it's just a thing I'm trying to do, but it's just it's a it's a pain in the ass. I would just wish the side quests were a little more fun. But, like, the boss battles are crazy cool. There's, like, definitely highlights to it. I You know, so far I'm giving it, like, a solid, like, you know, 7.5 or an 8. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a bad game by any means, you know? But it's just not... It's no fucking Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been playing that, and then I've also been playing, uh, or I guess more like reading uh, Vampire the Masquerade, Quarteries of New York. It's like a it's like a visual novel, I guess, uh, where you get to make choices and stuff, and uh, I think there's branching paths, but all leads back to the same ending somehow. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Either way, I'm reading through that. It's pretty interesting so far. And then I've been playing this VR game called Vertigo Remastered. <clears throat> I actually just finished it before I came in today. And uh, I got it on the Steam sale in a bundle with this other game called Vertigo 2. And uh, <coughs> Vertigo 2 had, like, overwhelmingly positive reviews. And, like, Vertigo Remastered just had, like, you know... Even better. Positive reviews. You know? Oh, not okay. Like, not, like, overwhelmingly positive, you know? But Vertigo 2 came out in 2023. Vertigo came out in 2016. Vertigo Remastered came out in 2020. I had never heard of Vertigo because I didn't start playing VR until like 2017 or some shit like that. And then in 2020, everybody was obsessed with Half-Life Alex, so it got super overshadowed by Half-Life Alex. So I had never heard of Vertigo at all, you yeah. know? So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to play the first one before I play the second one. Cause like, I'm, you know, I'm not just going to jump right into the second one. So <sighs> I played this game and it's a lot like Boneworks or Half-Life Alex. It's a, with like a cartoony. A well, not necessarily with the physics because like, okay, it's, it's more like the, the, the Half-Life elements of Boneworks is like, you're trying to fight your way through a facility to get out 
through the top, you know, from the bottom to the top. You're fighting your way through a facility. There's lots of mysterious shit for you to find. In that respect, it's like Boneworks. You know, the story gives you little to no context as to what's going on. There's like, you know, no cutscenes or anything. It's just all environmental storytelling and stuff. In that respect, it's also like Boneworks. But the gameplay, moment to moment gameplay, is a lot more like Half Life Alex. Like your gunplay and your weapon switching system and all that shit feels a lot more like Half Life Alex than anything. Mm. And then it's interesting. It's like the game itself is is very 2016 VR. You know, very simple graphics, very like you know old school old school shooter. But it's got a lot of cool boss fights and like you know premises that are interesting. But overall, it feels dated, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I had fun shooting my way through it. It's like a four-hour campaign, you know what I mean? It's it didn't, bad. like, overstay its welcome, but it, it felt long for uh, what it was, yeah. you know what I mean? <clears throat> Where you're but, just trying to get to two. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, I played through one, and I, I booted up two, which was fun. It was fun. It was, it was a, you know, a simple linear shooter in VR, which is always, like, probably my favorite genre in VR, you know? Like, I think... With VR, a lot of people want to have, like, these big, crazy, like, oh, Skyrim life simulator things. And a lot of times that just doesn't work very well in VR. Like, I think yeah. sometimes you got to strip it back to, like, the basics a little bit with VR games to have, like, the most effective, fun game you can have. You know what I mean? Yeah, too many menus, <sighs> too many things Focus going on. Focus more on, like, minuscule interactions and less on, like, big, you know... Complex, yeah. like, yeah. But anyways, so I booted up uh, Vertigo 2 before I came here because I was like, fuck it, I got like 30 more minutes. I just beat the first one. Vertigo 2 is crazy, dude. Like, okay, the graphics are like twice as good as the first one, obviously, because it's, you know... It's two. Yeah. It's gotta be. We got like eight years between the release of the first one and this one, you know what I mean? And... It picks up right where the first one left off. Like, if you don't want to play the first one, there's like a whole, you know, recap button and shit. But this one's got, like, NPCs that actually talk to you, and, like, it just feels more polished and stuff. But I'm only, like, 30 minutes into it right now. So, so far, it's super interesting, but, you know, I'm not going to say, like, best game. So far, best VR game of the year, for sure, that I've played. Really? Yeah, Vertigo 2. And that's going up against, like, you know, Resident Evil Village and stuff. So, that's pretty, you know... I don't know. I like I said, I still have to play the rest of the way through it, but right now it feels really great. Nice. Anyways, what have you been playing? Uh, so <clears throat> obviously been playing some Warzone. Um, uh, hopped on GTA Five for a little bit with uh Devin. We've been checking out like the RP servers, or, like the role playing servers or whatever. Um, there's one that we found that we're kind of playing around on. Now um, I made my character. Thomas Anderson. I'll jump in there with you guys. Y'all oh, you should. Know, yeah, yeah I, I, I look just like Thomas Anderson. From like Neo. Neo, or... like just like I'm. You know, I'm starting off. I got my suit on. You know, like got the Neo like hair at the beginning, where it's just kind of like early two thousands, like you know, little shit going on. And then, um, I even on my uh my license, driver's license, it has like Neo's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like I'm just gonna be Neo for no reason, uh, but yeah, it's been pretty fun going in there. You have to like 
uh, if you want to like take a car, you have to hijack it. There's like actual cops, like or people playing as cops, you know, that'll arrest you for doing oh, shit, cool. stuff like that. But <laughs> it's interesting. But um, also, uh, you know, I've had this for a while. Old uh, Hans got gave it to me for Christmas, I think. I don't remember when he gifted it to me on Steam, but uh, uh, Choo Choo Charles or whatever. Oh, you finally got around to playing it? Yeah, it's a, it's. <laughs> Okay, it's obviously very low budget, but like it's fun. Like there's something about it that's like very charming. Like I, uh, you know, I've I'm about to beat it. I'm already at the very end of it, um, and it only took me about three hours. So it's not like a super long game or anything. But what there is is fun. Like you know, it's actually a fun just little jaunt. Yeah, through. that's how I feel about that Vertigo game. Yeah, short. But- yeah. But Short sweet. but sweet. Yeah. You know, and it, it's like I was trying to explain it to um Hans and some other people. Like I, I have this weird like like it's like a comfort feeling from the idea of being in a moving like armored vehicle running from something. Like I don't know why it feels so great in this game. Like I, I just like the idea that it's chasing, but I can get inside of this like like I can run hop in my train, you know, and it's chasing me and I can just like throw the train the train into gear, you know, it's going and I can walk around in my train while he's like running around outside and like I hop on like it, I like that feeling of being able to walk around in the vehicle while yeah. it's moving. Yeah, it, I like the uh the like, lovers in a dangerous space time kind of vibe. Yes, you know, I like that. Or it's like almost like um, like it's got like a Mad Max feel. Like I, I've always um, like had this like crazy like I guess it's like, would you call it a fantasy? Like uh, like I want a vehicle that like works like a submarine. Like you could walk around in it, or like a train even. Like you know, you can you can walk in it while it's moving you know like it's like uh i don't know something about that just sounds so cool to me like so like so sci-fi but it's so not sci-fi it's just like a normal thing that i feel like should be a thing but it it, i guess physics doesn't allow that because you know cars are constantly stopping and moving and jerking back and forth but like you watch like mad max and they're like using their you know their vehicles like trains like they're just like walking around on top of them and stuff like that like like nothing's happening like it just sounds so fucking cool dude i feel like we're gonna get a lot of that in starfield you know what i mean with the oh yeah building the spaceships and getting to walk around it and shit. absolutely like, I that's wait. i love shit like that like that that's what's really drawing that's me so into. close bro starfield is like two months away dude it's not close enough Two months is too far. It's not even two months. It's September 6th. So all we have to really do is just get through the end of this August. month in August. Yeah, but, but we got to we have to mention how after like so basically um OK, just so you guys know, we're about to be using news articles from around the Web. We don't claim any of these news articles as our own. They're just, you know, our uh, we're bringing them all to one place. But OK, so basically um the whole thing with the merger like okay xbox won the ftc situation Uh oh which is good and now the only one that they're dealing with is the country music awards or the cma <laughs> and uh but like which they lost that one but they they started an appeal and now that everybody's okayed it except for basically the cma they're looking real dumb and so like now they they came out and said that they were willing to to try and negotiate something with them about their their uh 
What's the? You give us some money, maybe we can talk. Yeah, no. What's the? Um, what was it? Is the cloud gaming? That was like their big hang-up. They're like the cloud is like. Dude, who gives a fuck? Uh, nobody. About the cloud gaming. Well, that was the thing for the FTC. Uh, like the judge that ruled on it basically was like, "Why are you wasting people's taxpayer money to stop this right now?" Like, like this is so dumb. And then, like, and like basically the the judge was like, "No, we're not doing this," because so, they were gonna try and do like a, a like a, an appeal. The FTC was gonna appeal, and they were like, "No, like it, it's going through." And um, because they also were trying to say that the Switch was not a competitor to the Xbox. Well, that's just and, silly. Yeah, and so like the judge was like. The switch is absolutely in a competitor. It's like you, you got the three, and like so. Basically, they just came out and they're like, "Stop, stop the bullshit. We're just gonna do this, get it over with." And so FTC's done. They it ruled in Microsoft's favor, and then now the CMA, like I said, we're just waiting on that. And so, um, but I think it's basically a done deal here. You know, like even if the CMA thing doesn't go through. They basically own it. sell their shit and bring. Yeah, they'd be like, "Fuck y'all." No, but um, you uh, know, that's an English thing, right? Or UK or something. It's like... the, yeah, it's it's Brit Britain. I think is where it's at. Yeah, there. Yeah, but the. Anyways, my whole thing that I wanted to bring up here is now that this has, now that, <laughs> now that Xbox has won this, the the console war has moved to a new conversation. Everyone now is saying Baldur's Gate three is going to be better than Starfield. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a real thing. Like because well people are playing Baldur's Gate 3 now. It's a demo. It's been out or it's like an early access 20 hours and it's been out since it like It only gives you like the first area the first or act. something. Yeah. It's 20 hours. But like it it apparently is really good, you know, but yes. like we we can't say anything. We haven't played Starfield. We haven't played yet. Starfield. Like I don't know shit about Starfield. But, Look, this is where the console wars goes. It, it's always, it's always something. I'm I, like, I'm starting. I just to really... don't understand how that's relevant because, like, well, Baldur's Gate is coming to all platforms. I guess, right? Is that what the deal is? It's because it has like a six month time exclusive to PS5, and it and it was supposed to come out the same day as Starfield, but they're pushing it back. Some they're bringing it out earlier because they don't want to launch on the same day as Starfield. So yeah, you'd be a fool. Yeah, well, that's what I would say, but everyone's like, "Yeah, but they you know, it's gonna destroy." Here's Starfield. the thing: I'm like, the the real audience things. for Baldur's Gate three is fucking PC players, and everybody on PC is gonna be playing Starfield. So, like, let's just be real here for a second. I was like, wait till we see the sales. On Whenever this. like it's that's gonna be the real measure of which game is better because both games are coming to PC, fucking right off jump. You know what yep. I'm saying? And, like, we'll be able to directly compare which game is more popular. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Though, and I can guarantee you yeah, it will be Starfield. But we won't get clear numbers like that because Starfield's coming to Game Pass. So, you know, some people, most people aren't going to buy Starfield, Starfield unless they're getting, like, the collector's edition and stuff like that. I feel like most people are just going to get the, you know, just go on Game Pass. I bet you, okay, I'll tell you this right now. I bet you even with every party playing on Game Pass, I it bet still you, sells more. I bet you Starfield <laughs> still not only sells more, but has more concurrent players on Steam oh, at yeah. any given time than well, fucking... The thing about that is it's like Baldur's Gate is a very niche game. Yeah, and it, it's got a pretty big following, but not big enough to fucking no, like... You not know? to fuck with Starfield. And uh, am I wrong? Isn't Baldur's Gate made by like fucking Obsidian or something? Like what? No, it's made by the people who made Divinity Original Sin... So I don't remember who that is, but 
Um, oh, you're right. You're right. Um, uh, I can't. I'll, I'll look it up. Hold on. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah, I mean, like they're not even in the same vein. I mean, they're both big RPGs with lots of decisions to make and but one's freedom and turn based, right? Isn't isn't Baldur's Gate? Uh, the combat might be. I mean, you know, that's not that's, no, that's here nor there. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, the people who, the people who made Baldur's Gate three is Larian Studios. No, but it, I mean, it does matter because it's like, why are you comparing a game that's a first person shooter to because of the big sprawling open world and the choices and the fucking you know there's a lot yeah, of comparable but I could, features you know i could understand if it was witcher like if there was a new witcher game coming then yeah i could get that but i no. mean literally the only aspect of the game that is like you know like okay yeah you got like one that's turn-based combat and one that's just straight up shooter combat but you know what i mean like aside yeah. from like combat scenarios it's and probably very similar like gameplay like space i mean you know, you're gonna have the choice to play you know starfield in third person if you so that's choose, true you know what i mean so like you could have a similar looking but it's know. also going to be very different you know like it's like Baldur's gate is fantasy you know, like this is fantasy too, but it's space fantasy. It's like a whole different thing. You're going to different planets. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know. There's just not enough to compare them. That was my problem. It was like, whenever I saw that article of, like, I literally saw an article that was like, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be uh, uh, PS5's Starfield. I'm like, what? That literally makes no fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you, Russell, like, just getting people fucking. Like, that's, I guess that's the, what the news does. Like, you know, they're like, how do we get a new thing going? You know, because we're running yeah. out of stuff on the FTC and all that stuff. And it's just like, it's so dumb to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to play both, honestly, probably. Like, I'm probably going to play, yeah, like, for sure. eventually, I'll play, you know, Baldur's Gate. Once I'm Gate. done with Starfield. <laughs> yeah. Whenever Baldur's Gate 3 comes to, you know, Game Pass <laughs> in six months. My thing is, like, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, PlayStation has plenty of games plenty you know we don't have to be like oh we gotta we need our starfield like you know like i mean and if we get our starfield eventually then fuck then great, yeah, but, you know, but this is you're right it's not comparable it's not even a first party studio to sony it's like a third party timed exclusive how is that even close like i don't understand it's like yeah you guys got horizon i mean like we got jack yeah, shit that's probably more comparable if anything like, you know what i mean literally big open world and action rpg yeah, action rpg you yeah, know makes more sense better uh, like more i guess it's story focused it's like world building yeah like uh, Baldur's gate 3 i'm sure has world building but at the same time that world's already been built you know what i'm saying it's like i feel like horizon is a fairly new ip and starfield is a brand new ip you yeah. know like you know on that level where it's like where could these worlds end up going and all that stuff Yeah, totally yeah but. you're right that's definitely more comparable i feel like yeah. Either way, I, I'm sure it's going to be a great game. I just hate that the the media does shit like that, mm -hmm. um, and then people buy into it. Like you just go in the comments and people are just shredding each other. They're like, "No, fucking Xbox is awesome," or "No, PS5 is awesome." <laughs> I'm like, dude, you guys have jobs or something? Like, what do y'all fucking do, bro? Because uh, if they did, they'd have a PS5 uh, yeah. and an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have both of them, but or a PC. You're yeah, right. <laughs> um. But anyways, uh. So what you got, Brent, news-wise? Okay. Uh, well, we talked about the FTC stuff. Uh, let's see. Days after defeating the FTC's challenge to its purchase of Activision Blizzard, and one day before its scheduled meeting with the UK CMA, 
Microsoft has reached an agreement with Sony to keep the Call of Duty franchise on PlayStation post-merger. Microsoft's boss, Phil Spencer, announced the deal via Twitter, where he said the two sides have, quote, or have signed a binding agreement. Sorry, I don't know why that did not want to come out. Uh, to keep the successful first-party shooter franchise coming to PlayStation consoles. Uh, For at least 10 years, right? Yeah, it says... I think it said eight years or something, but still a, a substantial amount of time. You know, plenty I mean? of time for Sony to make a first-person shooter. At least the rest of this console cycle, yeah. probably. You know what I mean? And then some. Definitely. <laughs> and know? they still got that that deal they made with fucking Switch. Yeah, so Switch and, is probably going to start getting uh, Call of Duty games too pretty soon. So. Oh yeah. Well, and yeah, whatever Switch Two is, you know, will probably be easier to get them onto whatever the Switch Two is, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, that would be the biggest thing that the Activision merger could take away from PlayStation, and so like, you know, I think that's probably what everybody was. Yeah, it's the only thing. No one gives a fuck about Overwatch. Yeah. I'm sorry, like that's not going to cause a big deal. But the thing is, is like from the fucking get go, we have known xbox was gonna put call of duty on playstation because yeah they've been openly saying it. they would lose money if yeah. they didn't they're like why would we well they're losing money on like starfield even but like yeah. there's a principle behind it you know what yeah. i mean like they have to do some exclusives some exclusives that like are decent to keep people con- you know what i mean yeah. it's just the way the world works but as good as fallout 3 and 4 were they're not like call of duty level cells you know what i'm saying it's like call of duty is like minecraft level cells yeah. you know well, and call of duty also makes a lot of money on residual cells mm-hmm. like it's not just you know it, it's everything after you yeah know? It, it's it, the it's the <coughs> loot boxes and the fucking and it's annual and the, yeah. it comes out every it's like a fifa game the season passes and the- <clears throat> yeah it, you know like think of it like uh like xbox that's the other thing xbox bought minecraft years ago and they kept it on all platforms because it they make more money that way why would they be dumb and just be like you know what we're just gonna cut out like i think playstation owns like fucking like 70 percent of the of the console market why would they Mm -hmm. they're like let's just you know only get money from 30 percent of the console market well what you're gonna see what you're gonna start seeing is games that have some sort of live service built into them like you know call of duty you know things like that those will be accessible on all platforms games with like just a story focus where it's like no you know loot boxes or in-game purchases or anything those are the games that'll be first party exclusives exclusives that you can only play on game pass or like buy the whole game but only play it on xbox you know what i Mm -hmm. mean like fable you know that's a good example like that's not gonna have a bunch of fucking loot boxes and shit in it probably no you know what i mean and it's gonna be exclusive to xbox you know what i mean like because they have to have things that go up against sony's like masters you know of like third person storytelling you know so it's like those are like you know you're the last of us doesn't have you know microtransactions and like you know live service bullshit um and they were trying to make one but then they were like nah fuck that like they stopped at factions or whatever they're still working on it they're they're still working on it but they like apparently moved like they indefinitely delayed it and then they moved a bunch of people off of it to something else because sony knows where their money's at sony knows they make their money off of fucking you know god of war uh you know uh horizon things like that yeah so the, and know. they know they can produce these games in a timely manner <clears throat> and 
And it keeps their reputation good if they keep making good games. Like yeah. That. You know, games that people like. You they're know a, I mean? they're a well-oiled machine. You know, so it's like, why fuck it up? And, yeah. then, and that's the thing is like, all they really need is a shooter. Like, they just need to find that one shooter, which yeah. they own Bungie. You know, but they're still not making Bungie stuff exclusive for some no. reason. So, well, that's exactly the thing. I think they they're catching on to the marketing tactics here, and like the, the like Call Bun- of Duty, that Bungie game that's coming out, like the one they announced the other day. Fucking, I guarantee. Yeah, it's like you that's a Tarkov. Gonna, yeah, I bet you that's on all platforms. It and is shit because it's like you know going to have live service elements in it, and the way you maximize your profits there is just put it on every platform. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay, so yeah, we got that, and then um, some another weird, uh, or not weird, but some interesting news for Xbox. Microsoft has announced the upcoming end of Xbox Live Gold over twenty years after its first launch. Um, wow! Yeah, Xbox Live Gold ends September fourteenth and will be replaced by Game Pass Core, which Microsoft described as quote an evolution end quote of Xbox Live Gold. Uh, Core includes access to online console multiplayer and gives subscribers a collection of over 25 games to play on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One for $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year. So basically you get like a little like block of games off a Game Pass. Basically they're doing exactly what PlayStation's doing. Is that? Yeah, because PlayStation has the fucking Core subscription. There's there's three tiers to PlayStation's subscription service, which it sounds like Xbox is now doing as well. Correct. So, with PlayStation's tiered service, you get your base tier, which Mm -hmm. is the cheapest version. I think it's $10 a month. And uh, you get the two free games you get a month or whatever. And then you get PlayStation Online or whatever. And then you get a collection of PlayStation Plus games that's like 30 games or something like that that you can play, which I think they're actually going to take access away soon if they haven't already done that. But then the next tier up gives you uh, their game catalog access. So you get access to like hundreds of cool, you know, games. And then the third tier up gives you like cloud streaming and classic games. You know what I mean? So, you know. Gotcha. It's similar. Similar profile. Similar business model here going on yeah so it it says uh the games with gold promotion launched for xbox 360 in july 2013 this gave xbox live gold subscribers a handful of games each month a once hugely popular bonus that has become the subject of ridicule due to the low profile of the free titles uh here's how it all works now at launch on september 14th xbox live gold members will automatically become game pass core members with the introduction of game pass core games with gold comes to an end on september 1st so this is the core titles at launch that you will be receiving. You'll get Among Us, Descenders, Dishonored 2, Doom Eternal, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Grounded, Halo 5 Guardians, Halo Wars 2, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Human Fall Flat, Inside, Ori and the Will of Wisps, Psychonauts 2, State of Decay 2, and The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited. Uh, Microsoft said it will announce more core games ahead of September 14th, and new games will be added two or three times a year. So I guess well, the, you might as well just fucking buy Game Pass at that point. Yeah, like, like for an extra. Well, now an extra six dollars. Is that like seven normal game? Like, okay, is that Ultimate or is that fucking like no. just console Game Pass? This is just th- this is like so. 
Can you buy console Game Pass independently like you can PC Game Pass? Like you know you can yeah just, you can just buy, it. buy PC Game but Pass, but I think it's like fourteen or fifteen dollars. And the ultimate's like sixteen something. Yeah, or so like, you might as well get ultimate if you're yeah. paying for the normal one at that point. It's something like that. I honestly don't. Ultimate remember. gives you PC, console, and cloud streaming, right? What and if you're it? just paying for console, you don't get the cloud streaming, right? I don't know. I'm uh, sorry. Hold I'm, on, I'm, I'm looking it up right now um, because I agree, but at the same time, okay. So it says Game Pass Ultimate is sixteen ninety nine a month. So how much is Game Pass? Uh, well, yeah, so Game Pass Ultimate, uh, oh, and a Game Pass for console is ten ninety nine. so for like a dollar more, you oh, could yeah, just, just do get, Game Pass. Just get normal fucking Game Pass, dog, yeah, what the I fuck? But I guess, like, they are offering that as, like, the bare minimum, like, if you, if, if you just want gold, basically. Yeah, if you just need it for the online play, like, yeah. and you don't want to pay that extra dollar to, you know, get access to hundreds of games. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, insane Bad call, you know? yeah but yeah so that's what that's the way that it is going now um you know so and that starts september 14th um it'll be interesting man i haven't used game pass in so long but i've been paying for it for the past like a long time <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm interested to see what happens once uh the activision blizzard thing like com- is complete which should be very soon. It, uh, it was supposed to be today, but the CMA, um, there they like apparently whoever's like heading the CMA trial or whatever gave a pause so that each side could come up with whatever they're gonna you know present. So like it may take another couple weeks now. So it's fucking annoying because I think they really want to make sure that everybody's okay with it. That way it comes out like you know they could just put it out. They they don't want to have to deal with CMA the whole time. They're trying to put it out everywhere else. So, uh, I mean, obviously they're going to do it either way, but I think this is like, they just want to see if they can smooth things over with them and then go from there. But anyways, uh, what you got, Brent? Larry Herb, better known as Major Nelson, is leaving Microsoft after 22 years. Herb, who was Microsoft's Senior Director of Corporate Communications, made the announcement today on Twitter, stating that he has decided to, quote, take a step back and work on the next chapter of his career. It's unclear what Herb's next moves are. Herb had been with Microsoft since 2001 before moving to the Xbox division in 2003. He's been with Xbox ever since and has been one of the biggest faces of the brand. He's known for the development and promotion of the Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Xbox Live, and has advised many companies on utilizing social media to connect with communities. So there you go. You know, word up, Larry Herb. It's been good. It's been real, you know? Goodbye, Major Nelson. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, uh, like, there's a bunch of people leaving places uh, this week. Apparently, Naughty Dog co-president Evan Wells is retiring at the end of the year, leaving Neil Druckmann to fully take the reins of one of the PlayStation's best-known studios. In a message published on Naughty Dog's official website, Wells talked about his 30-year career in games and praised Druckmann, saying that he's, quote, incredibly confident that he's leaving the studio in the best hands. Um, quote, this is something that I've been discussing with Naughty Dog studio leadership team well, uh, 
team for well over a year and with Neil for even longer than that, Wells wrote. This, the decision brings with it overwhelming and conflicting emotions, but I've come to realize that I'm content with my time at the studio and all that we've accomplished together over the last 25 years. I couldn't be more confident in Neil's ability to carry on running the studio. It's the right time for me to provide the opportunity for him and the others on the studio leadership team to steer the studio into a successful future. Uh, Drugman praised Evan in a tweet calling his legacy unmatched. Uh, sad to see my boss, mentor, partner, friend leave, but happy for him to enjoy a well-earned retirement. Evan, your unmatched legacy will uh, be forever part of Naughty Dog, uh, Druckmann wrote. So Evan Wells has been at Naughty Dog since 1998 with credits including Crash Team Racing, Jack and Daxter. Wells became co-president of Naughty Dog following the departure of founders Those Jason. Those are the two credits that you could think of. For he literally has been accredited on every game, including The Last of Us. I don't know why they just put like. <laughs> They're just like, Crash Team Racing, his greatest accomplishment. Yeah, uh, uh, like uh, I have. The magnum opus, Jack and Daxter. <laughs> I mean, some people would claim that, but you know, so. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, so he's he's dipping out. He's done. Like, just in general with games, I guess he's just, like, going to get on the yacht and, like, go fucking chill for a while. Good for him, you know? I I feel like... I feel like the moment you just stop everything is the moment you just, like, die. You know, like... uh, like uh, That's a terrible... This guy's probably living for the first time. You think so? Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to work until I'm, like, 100. Otherwise, I'll just die. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I had enough money to not work, I would I would probably live way longer. You think so? Yeah. If I could just spend money but what about and, like, fucking... But you wouldn't have a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'd have a purpose. <laughs> What's the purpose? My purpose would be to ball the fuck out. <laughs> 24-7 fucking. <laughs> That's exactly what my purpose would be. <laughs> my purpose to is to ball the fuck out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I feel that. I guess, like, if you can find, like, some kind of, like, 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 I, I don't know. I feel like if I had everything, I would get bored. I'm very ADHD. Like, it, like I, I would just find new things to entertain. See, be, yeah, you're, you're good at that. I would spend, like, like, several a- months entertained by one thing, and then I would move on to the next thing. And you know, I'd probably, I'd probably end up dying in some sort of Seagate fucking submarine or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, at least it would, it, you wouldn't die to like just because you killed over from not having purpose. Yeah, you know, you exactly. died because you were fucking at the bottom of the sea, fucking yeah. like trying to see the. Titanic. I'd be one of those guys, you know? yeah, with a fucking Xbox controller or whatever. But like, I don't know. See, that's that's my thing. Is like, I I feel like yeah. I don't know. Even if I was like a billionaire or something, like I feel like I would. Obviously, I'm not a smart or could do anything like Elon Musk, but I would still have a job like Elon Musk, where I'd I'd want to be involved. Like I don't know, just so I'm doing something instead of just sitting around on my yacht all day. Like I feel like this guy's gonna end up coming back. Like Cliff Blazinski tried like 40 times. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It's like once you're you're done and you're not in the limelight anymore, you're gonna start to miss it. Like every, you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck, Nils out there just making all this cool shit." And like I'm, I'm just sitting here doing nothing, you know. Like I, he'll be back. Watch, he'll be back. Mark my words, he'll be back. And give it two years, he'll come back at least to like open his own new studio. He's like, you know what? I got the creative itch, you know, I'm, I'm coming back. We're going to start something new, just like Ken Levine with uh, Bioshock, you know? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think if he had Kanye money, it'd be a different story, dude, you know? You but think- he's probably got Ken Levine money. Which is like, 
more than like you can even fathom. More than I can fathom. Less than Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's got like he can say the Holocaust wasn't real money. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he's got he's got like fuck you, fuck you money. And so like, yeah, that's that's a little different. He can say whatever he wants and and just still be alive and like nobody's gonna fuck with him. Like you can't take his money, you know, like they could probably try and take his money and there'd still be money, you know, like I don't know. But yeah, Kanye's money has money for sure. <laughs> Anyways, what you got? All right, uh, let's see. According to the game soundtrack composer, I'm not even gonna like go into this, but apparently this guy is claiming that The Last of Us Part Two is getting a re-release, or he's hinting at it because he says he's gonna have a cameo in it. So that would make sense, like a PS5 version of The Last of Us Part Two. At the same time, I thought they already did an upgrade for it. They did an update that made it sixty frames per second, but like the, that's the only thing it changed. It just made it sixty frames per second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although it to date, it's probably one of the best looking games I've played on my PS5, and I don't feel like it needs any kind of like upgrade at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Young Donnie Boy says, "Put that quote on a shirt." I think he's talking about the. My purpose in life is to ball the fuck out. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> honestly, that's a dope shirt. But um, yeah, uh, I, I I don't know with this. Like, all I want just put it on PC, please. I, I want to like uh, you have the first one on PC. Just put it on PC. I want to play it. That's it. I just want to play the game. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And I don't want to play on PS4. P- maybe it's a PC version. That would make a lot more sense than a remake of uh, a re-release, a PS5 version. You well, know what it, I mean? It may be like a PS5 PC version, like, you know, both. Like, it's just updated graphics, and then maybe they add, like, some DLC or something the to The only it. thing you could do to the PS5 version to make it better than the already existing version is to make it 4K. Literally the only thing. Yeah. It's already 1440p. It's already solid 60 frames per second. You know <clears> what I mean? Like, if you added a 4K 30 mode, like... Ray the, tracing. It doesn't need it. It doesn't It need would it. be dope, though. That ray would, tracing always looks dope. It would be cool to say, hey, there's ray tracing in it, but, like, you know what I mean? Dude, I don't think it's, you understand. I is, want all of my, my rays It is so traced. much prettier than, like, every game ever. Like, it, it is... Well, it did. It did come out on PS4 though. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine it though. Like, it, I'm sure if you went back right now and compared it to the new God of War game, it wouldn't look as pretty. Bro, it does though. There's no way it, it still it looks does, as pretty. Though. Like, I'm telling you, dude. Look at them back to back. Like, it is. It is amazing what they did on that PS4, dog. I'm sure it's great, but even at its best, there's no way it looks as good as a PS5 game, like a first party PS5 game. It looks pretty fucking good. But you also said that they added an update to the PS5 one, so you're probably comparing it off of the PS5 update. Right, but the only thing the update did was make like switch it. It takes the PS4 Pro version and like unlocks Enhance. the frame rate to 60. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's it. Like aside mm-hmm. from that, it was a locked 30 version of what you're already playing on the. If you have a PS4 Pro, mind yeah. you, it's not like that on the normal PS4. It's a little. Put it in the RE engine. I want everything, you know, looking shiny and wet, and then like that's it. That's that's what we need. Nah. <laughs> well, speaking of shiny and wet, I got just the game for you. I don't know if I want to know what game. <laughs> <laughs> of all the game, I'm not even gonna read this because I don't agree with this statement. 
But the Gex trilogy is going to get a re-release pretty soon. So it's coming. Gex, Gex Enter the Gecko, and Gex 3 Deep Cover Gecko are going to be released on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS5, PS4, and Xbox Series X and S. I must admit, I never played the Gex games, and... I also must admit that I believe this is probably going to be the worst-selling re-release trilogy of all time. <laughs> I'm going to get it. I'm sure. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. I'm not going to lie. There's a level where you like go to this vampire world, and there's like water coolers full of blood everywhere, and it the scared fuck? it scared the shit out of me. Is it game-rated T? I don't remember. Like, are I you think sure it was, it was re- blood? It was blood, for sure, yeah. I mean, unless there's some other red liquid the is vampires like Kool-Aid? Like, ain't I, like, because isn't it a kid game? It's not a kid. I don't think it's a kid game. All right. Hold on. We're I don't think it's up. like an adult. It's not like Conker's Bad Fur Day, but it's it's somewhere in the middle of Conker's Bad Fur Day. It's rated K through A, kids through adults. It's got to be like a kid's game. I don't know, man. I'm just saying there's vampires with blood. Hold on. I got to look this up. because scared the hell out of me. I wonder which. Uh, like, look up Gex Vampires. I like, think it was on Gex 2, Enter the Gecko. I'm looking it up right now because I want to see, like, honestly, that just sounds like fucked, like, for a kid's game. That would have scared the shit out of me. It was horrifying, bro. Horrifying. Is it this stuff? Yeah, dog. Blood cooler? Yeah. Okay. It says, blood coolers are mission-based items in Gex Enter the Gecko and Gex 3 Deep Cover Gecko. In both games, they were part of a mission that required Gex to destroy a certain number of them scattered throughout the level, usually ranging from 3 to 8. They were introduced in Enter the Gecko and were prevalent in a handful of Scream TV levels. Uh, in Deep Cover Gecko, they made a cameo appearance in Mystery TV as one of the level's missions. Um, it says destroying a blood cooler was as simple as tell whacking the glass jug container on top of the machine. However, these cool- coolers were usually harder to find than they were to destroy. I, but what's the point? Like the vampires were drinking the blood. And oh, okay. You had to kill. You had to like destroy their food source. Or oh, something. okay. All right, I got gotcha. you. It's horrifying. Yeah, it says uh, the design and name of the blood cooler is obviously a parody of the freestanding water cooler, a staple water. D- okay, thank you, thank you for that trivia. Um, <laughs> all right, chat. In GPT. case you didn't know. Yeah, like uh, uh, that's pretty funny that that scared you. Um. It was freaky, bro. Uh, I feel the like whole, it wasn't just the blood cooler. It was like the aesthetic of the whole level, but like the blood coolers specifically I, I freaked me out. I, I get you because the the vampire level in Conquerors Bad Fur Day scared me. Like I would never play it. Like it was like the one chapter I would always skip over until I got a little bit older, just because of how like creepy it was. It was yeah. like zombies and blood. And like, but it felt like dark, like because you're looking at that old, weird polygonal graphics, you know, like something about that aesthetic in general, like Resident Evil used to scare me when I was a kid. Now I'm like, how the fuck did this scare me? Like Silent Hill. A lot of that is the audio design, too, for those games. You know, like they had a they had to really heavily rely on like creepy noises and music and shit to make it scary. And like, you know, when a monster would come at you and the music would start going or the it would do a a loud sound. Bite. Yeah, like that that's that's a big part that, of it. That and also something about like the like weird look of like a old school game where it's like foggy because like it can't render everything and like it's all polygonal and fucked off looking and then it's got like blood all over it and stuff. It, it just something about it is intimidating. You know, especially 
back then because yeah. your imagination has to do a lot of the work you know like it's not presented to you fully as what it's supposed to be yeah so you kind of create like the the full image you know or you finish the puzzle in your mind yeah and it's fucking scary anyways i remember i was so scared of resident evil we stayed at a hotel once called resident inn and it's and i i was like i'm gonna die here like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so just the word resident yeah huh? just because like when you're a kid you don't think about the context of the word like what what that even it, the house of evil it's the residence of evil i just took resident sounded scary to me like i didn't even think i, I was never like oh i'm a resident at like this place. yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> i was a little little but um anyways um uh, you got any more i'm or? out all right so a little bit i'll just throw these out um Another person leaving, Fable narrative lead Anna McGill has announced she will be leaving Playground Games in August and that a, quote, heroically talented team, end quote, will continue working on the much-anticipated reboot. McGill became the narrative lead on Fable in July 2022 and has been with Playground Games since February 2021 when she joined the team as Fable's lead writer. Working on Fable has been, quote, a dream come true, end quote, for her, and she had nothing but positive things to say as she announced her departure. Uh, must mean they're mostly done with the writing part of Fable. I would think so, but she was like, you know, the lead. I don't know why she's leaving, but it's um, probably done. I mean, they're, like they're probably just doing all the technical shit now. You know what I mean? Like she probably just had to write a story and like write like you know. Yeah, and she did say uh, some folks are. She said, "quote." Some folks are being silly, so let me be clear. I reached a good stopping point to jump off the project, so I did. And I decided to make or take a small break before jumping into my next gig. That's it. I have nothing but fondness and respect for Playground and my colleagues there. And uh, she basically said the game's, like, great. Like, or, it, you know, it's it's fine. She's just leaving because she doesn't... She wants a break, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, another weird piece of video game news for this week i think it's uh ubisoft just keeps doing weird shit to me like um ubisoft has partnered with owo or owo i guess to create a haptic feedback vest that will allow users or wearers to physically feel the actions of protagonist basim as he parkours and fights his way through ninth century baghdad in assassin's creed mirage Quote, by leveraging OWO's groundbreaking technologies and expertise, we are able to immerse players in the world. Sounds and sensations of Assassin's Creed Mirage in, uh, innovative, in an innovative and enhanced way, said Fabian Sal Salomon, uh, lead producer at Ubisoft Bordeaux. <clears throat> we can't wait for our players to discover and enjoy the coming-of-age story of Basim with the power of OWO. Um, it says, uh, the Assassin's Creed Mirage edition of the OWO haptic gaming system includes the patented OWO skin, 20 gel pads, an OWO device, and a game code, along with a charging cable and storage pouch. The system is set to be compatible with PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S versions of the game. The vest itself has been given a bespoke Mirage aesthetic and is made of a lightweight Lycra, uh, augmented with a series of high con high conductivity electrodes and haptic pads that allow the wearer to feel a variety of sensations across the torso and arms it is also completely wireless and will likely have a battery life of around eight hours assuming that its um, specs are similar to those of the founder's edition which is the only other version of the system released to date 
Donning the vest will allow players to, quote, feel all the impacts and precise parkour movements that protagonist Basim makes and takes as he fights his way through Baghdad. It just breaks your arm. Yeah, like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, yeah, How are you going to feel parkour in your chest? But, like, I, I don't know. Oh, you're going to feel it, bro. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> According to Owo, the Mirage edition of the haptic system will, quote, incorporate new sensations never felt before. Um, these haptic sensations can be controlled via the My Owo smartphone app, which allows users to customize their settings. Sucks them. your dick. <laughs> Sensations you're wearing from the, the waist down. You're wearing the vest too low, bro. You gotta get the pants too. Yeah. <laughs> Says to date, no price has been given for for this edition. However, the founders' edition of the system is currently on sale for four hundred ninety nine euros. Uh, so like, I don't know what that means, but, but apparently they were saying like you'll be able to fill like like exit wounds and all this shit. That sounds horrible. I'm, like, do you want to feel torture when you're playing your games? Like. Like, get Look, okay, shot. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I'm just gonna let's just let's just assume this is dope as fuck. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just assume that this technology takes the game to another level. Okay. Okay. What other game can you use this with? Nothing. Is it just for Assassin's it's, Creed? It's just for Assassin's Creed. So you're Creed. paying five hundred extra dollars just to no, have... no, 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 no. That was for like some other thing. Like I, I guess this this Owo design has been used before. Is is what it's saying? I mean, like they haven't yeah. given a price for what this is going to cost. It would be different, maybe if you if you could like hook it up to your VR stuff and yes. like do like haptic vest shit with that too. You know, like if it had if you could just use it for other stuff. You know, yeah, if you could. If the company could even just confirm that there are other games in the future that they're going to be making like this work with, I might be more interested. But it's like, as we know right now, it's just an Assassin's Creed peripheral. It's weird. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's Ubisoft teaming up with this random company. So, yeah, obviously, it's only for, for this. Um, but it would be cool to have a VR version like the Assassin's Creed VR game they're talking about. And they have haptic vests out there for VR. You know what I mean? It makes yeah. me wonder. It, it'll probably fall in about the same price range as those. You know what I mean? I, I would assume so. I think this is a luxury thing that's not even going to be that great. That I, I, I'm just going to assume. Especially because Mirage doesn't look that great. Let's Mirage be real. looks fucking terrible, dude. It's yeah. like, why are we taking a big step back right now? Why are we going? Are we, why are we pleasing all the fucking vocal people online that are like, oh, we gotta go back to the old shit? Like, no. We don't. And then like, they see it and they're like, oh, actually, you know what? I forgot. That's exactly what's it's gonna old happen. Shit. This is gonna sell like trash, and they're gonna be like, damn, we should have just kept doing the dope fucking Assassin's Creed game. Well, apparently, we they are still doing the dope shit, but like. They 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 have like fifteen Assassin's Creed games in the works right now. It's fucking insane. Um, speaking of which, let's go into that. An Ubisoft employee has claimed that Japan-based Assassin's Creed, codename Red, is launching in 2024. As reported by Eurogamer, Access the Animus uh, shared a screenshot of a linked post on Twitter from an Ubisoft marketing employee seeking sponsoring partners for Assassin's Creed, codename Red, in which the game was described as, quote, the biggest blockbuster for 2024. Uh, the post also alluded to the creation of a tie-in manga series and podcast that will be be involved in an upcoming marketing push the linkedin post which was initially made over four months ago but only recently spotted uh has since been edited to remove the reference to 2024 so they i mean they got another one you know like come in 2024 we know we got like all these different ones it's like it is what it is um for 
for Ubisoft over there, or at least in my opinion. I feel like they're just like they've been having a lot of trouble, you know, recently, and this is the, what they think is going to save them. They're just going to make twenty Assassin's Creed games, and then hopefully that will save them. It's because Assassin's Creed's the only good games they've been making lately. You know what I mean? Like Far Cry was great, like yeah, until no, they right, made five, right. and then it was five a, was good. It was I good, but it wasn't great. Five, I even like six. I just feel like you know people are tired of Far Cry. You know what I mean? Well, they got to do something a little different. They got to. That's one where I would like if they took it back to the beginning and like took some of the things like from Far Cry Two where you could get like malaria and stuff and like put that in there. Malaria and yeah. Far Cry Two is like a central part of like the story. That's what like, I'm saying. You know what I mean? They like, need to do shit any... like that. Yeah, like, I mean, make it more <sighs> focused on like, like. Uh, I don't feel like I don't want malaria. <laughs> don't give me malaria again. Typhoid. No, I'm just kidding. No, like I just it, it, like. I just mean make it more realistic or like uh, like add like a physics engine like Tears of the Kingdom like do some weird shit like that. That's what people need to be doing. It's shit like Tears of the Kingdom just like yeah. get creative. Get creative. Yeah, with your mechanics. It got annoying like whenever you'd go to like a, you know, uh like a tower to open up part of the map and it was literally the same thing every time. Like it but like Tears of the Kingdom was like, "Okay, you're going to do that same Ubisoft thing, but every single place is going to have a different thing that you have to do to get the tower working. Like, you know, it's like a different, completely different puzzle um, rather than just like you go and you climb it and then suddenly you can see the map, you know? Like, I think that's what they need to do. They need to fix that. Like, make the, the climbing towers more interesting and uh, some well, other they shit. haven't been climbing towers for a minute. Like, I don't think... Far Cry 5, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. At the beginning of Far Cry 5, you climb a tower and they make a joke about how, oh, we're not going to have you climbing towers the whole time. Ha ha. And then you don't climb any more oh, towers. Oh, you're right. Then. Yeah, what do you do then? Uh, you do something. I think you have the map basically unlocked from the from the get-go. That's lame. Yeah, I liked unlocking I like uncovering the map. I liked uncovering the map, too. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, people bitched about it in 4, but I thought it was really neat. And, like, the way you get up to, like, the top of the tower and, like, you'd be, like, swaying because the wind's blowing so hard and shit. I thought that was really cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that shit, too. That's what I'm saying is, like, it should be like that, but, like, bring that back, but make each one a different thing. Like, a different way. Like, maybe the lines have been cut and you got to get yeah. the lines back up. Or maybe uh the tower's been knocked over and you got to get, like, some kind of vehicle and... And like pull it back up or something. That like, would be cool. They like, should just definitely make it incorporate more like physics and stuff. That would be really neat. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, there's one other. They thing. just need to go full VR with it. Far Cry Seven should just be a VR game. That would be cool. You know, fuck it. Yeah. Uh. So Sony has revealed the lineup of games joining the PlayStation Plus games catalog in July 2023, including It Takes Two, Sniper Elite Five, World War Z. And uh, what else? Twisted Metal, Undertale. Yeah, so that that's it. That's strategic of them to put Twisted Metal on there whenever the fucking oh, Sony's yeah. about to drop the Twisted Metal TV show. You of know, of course, I mean? of course, it's marketing, sir. Um, and then uh, Alita: Battle Angel. Apparently, James Cameron uh, confirmed he's working on multiple sequels. So if you enjoyed that first one, great. <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was like spy kids basically like i was not a huge fan of it but um uh a lot of people really liked it yeah and my brother loves it like i wasn't a huge fan um you know it was weird like i don't know it just it felt like it was in between being wholesome and like 
a fucked up world. And, you know, it's like they needed to pick one way or the other. And I feel like he, he couldn't figure out which way he wanted to go with it. Yeah, there's like a guy who's like a serial killer, but at the same time, the world is just like, it feels like you're watching Brink on like Disney Channel. <laughs> so it's like, it was just weird, you know, need a, need a good, uh, you know, like either go rated R or go PG, you know, one or the other. That's one of those movies that like, you know, I probably wouldn't watch unless I'm like stuck on a plane or something. And it just You've never seen be. it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. You might actually like it. I don't know. I just felt like it was too in the bound, like it is stuck in between. Like, like it was rated PG 13 and it definitely should have been rated R. Like it, mm. it was like, it was like cyberpunk, but like G, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just weird. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's worth a, it's worth a, a watch. Uh, like you, you'd probably enjoy it. Um, anyways, that's it for the news. Uh, this week's hot releases. We got Pikmin Four coming to Whoa! Switch on July twenty first. Uh, so that's the only big release that's coming out this week. Um, we're getting close to good releases though. We're getting there one day. Uh, like a month and a half. Then we'll have Baldur's Gate Three, Starfield. Um, I hope they announce that Stalker 2 is like back on the menu, you know, like soon because I really want to play Stalker 2. Um, but I don't think that's coming for a while, so we'll see. I don't care about anything except for Starfield, dude. That's I'm dropping true. everything when Starfield comes out. Well, yeah, of course. But like, I still want games after, you know, like I hope there's still shit coming. I'm honestly like, I don't even know if I'm going to play Starfield on game. I'm probably just going to buy Starfield and just have it because I'll probably just play it forever and not I mean, play anything play else it on ever. Game Pass forever. Like, because it's a, it's a uh, first party, so it'll never leave Game Pass. Yeah, but yeah, I, like, no, I, just, like, I, like, I feel like I'm literally just paying for Game Pass because I know it's coming at some point. You know what I mean? It's like, that's true. You could just stop paying for Game Pass and stop buy the game. game. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm just going to do that. Just pay the 70 million. Know? What if it's bad, though? What if Starfield is somehow not good? I just can't imagine that there's a world where that is a possibility. <laughs> you know? Like, I refuse to live I, in that I world. I just can't, you know? Yeah, yeah. If it's even, like, outer world standards, I'll be, like, having oh, fun yeah. with it, you know? So, like, I mean, I don't... I expect it to I be, hope it's way better it's than gonna that. It's going to be much better than that. It better be. But, um, all right, Brent, take us to chat GP trivia. Wow, is it already that time? It's that time. Okay, let's see. Sorry, give me so a second. So long, farewell. Yeah, that's that's like right. Let's see if ChatGPT can do some shit that's not really dumb right now. They can't, because you know it's been having a little trouble lately. It's been being pretty dumb lately. You'd think that like after all this time, ChatGPT would be getting smarter, but it seems to be getting dumber. You know, you would definitely think that. Sorry, (laughs) I gotta log in. Give me a second. Keep the people entertained. I saw there's this game on Steam where like it's completely chat GPT like you talk into your mic and you're like an investigator trying to solve a murder and you like talk to these different AI generated like characters. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I kind of want to play it. It, Like it looks really interesting like in this place called like vaudeville and like uh, you you know, basically just talk to them and I watched the guy play it and the they're. AI is actually really good. Like, um, you know, they're they're like trying to keep you on track the whole time, and like they respond to everything you say, you know, like in a in a legitimate way. It's pretty cool. Okay, here we go. We're doing true or false today. 
All right. All right. So I said, give me 10 hard, true or false questions based on video games along with the answers. And go. So, true or false? All right. We're just going to start at the top here. True or false? The game Dark Souls was originally titled Dark Ring. Game Dark Souls was it? False. Correct. Correct. True or false? Master Chief from the Halo series is a robot. That's false. Okay. <laughs> what? There you go. <laughs> True or false? The first video game console to use CDs as storage uh, media was the Sega Saturn. Uh, that's true. Yep. Good job. Good job. All right. You're three for three. There's 10 of these. So okay. Yeah. Keep it going. True or false. The Tetris theme song is called Koro Beniki. False. It's true. Is it true? Yeah. Uh, hold on. I want to look that up. You, you, give me the next one. Okay. Uh, true or false. The video game Bioshock is set in an underwater city called Rapture. True. Yeah. But yeah, it is Cora Beniki. I, I never knew that was the name of Me it. Me either. That's an interesting one there. Uh, true or false? The protagonist of the Legend of Zelda series is Zelda. Or oh. is named Zelda. False. Oh, there you go. Uh, true or false? These Some of these are hard. Some of these are really easy. <laughs> true or false? The game Minecraft was developed by Mojang Studios. True. Okay. True or false? The character Solid Snake appears in the Metal Gear Solid series. True. <laughs> they, they're just not even trying anymore on the end of these. True or false? The video game Grand Theft Auto V was developed by Rockstar North. True. True or false? The game... Oh, my God. Really? The game Overwatch was developed by Blizzard Entertainment. I said make them hard, dude. Technically, I think it was Activision, right? Or no, no, it was Blizzard, but it's still true. Should but... we try to make them harder? Yeah, real quick? make it harder. All right, it... I'm gonna say make them harder, way harder. <laughs> Sorry, let me bring out the real guns. Even harder. All right, here you go. Okay. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even tell. <laughs> are you laughing because it's ridiculously it's ridiculous. hard it's not hard it's just stupid okay true or false the original name of the character sonic the hedgehog was quote mr needle mouse false it's actually true <laughs> who the fuck came up with that all right see these are harder sonic the hedgehog was initially known as mr needle mouse during the early development stages okay True or false, the game Elder Scrolls V Skyrim takes place on the fictional continent of Tamriel. True. False. Wait, oh, that's the It that's takes the place other one. on the northern province of Tamriel called Skyrim. Wait, what? No, that's not... That's No, that's true. It's true. That's true. It's lying. I was about to say, I was no, like... that's true. It's, like, it's fucking up here. You know, we're getting a little too... Too smart Too deep in the lore it, yeah. for it. All right, let's do one more. Okay, uh, all right. Let me find one that doesn't suck. Some of these are too easy still. <laughs> Some of them are wrong. All right. Um... What? 
this okay this doesn't even make sense can i just read you this one even yeah, though, yeah like i'm gonna read you the 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 question and the answer okay okay true or false the game half-life 2 was released before the original half-life the answer is <laughs> the, the answer is true half-life 2 was released in 2004 while the original half-life was released in 1998 it's like, wouldn't that make it false? Like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to reason. <laughs> Anyways, let's it just leave it at that. Reason? <laughs> what is that? Uh, that quote from uh, the Terminator. Uh, hold on here, just for you know, just just as a way of um, you know, just uh, thinking about the future with our AI. Um, here we go. Let's see what he says. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. <laughs> AI. I'm ready for it. But um, anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, are we done? We're done with I all? I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. Remember, you've been listening to the GameSpeak Podcast, courtesy of GameSpeakPodcast.com. The show posts for free every Wednesday on all podcast platforms, but you can watch it live before anyone else on Twitch.tv slash GameSpeakPodcast every Monday evening at 7.50 p.m. p.m. CST. Be sure to join us and the rest of the GameSpeak Podcast community at DSC.GG slash GameSpeakPodcast. And uh, check out our other video content on YouTube. And if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find me on Twitter at the handle I'll draw for Jamel. Brent at Brent has one. That's the number one. And Devin at Devondrius. And check out the, ne- uh, the, uh, the Game Speak podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>